0: Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Andrew Womack. Andrew is passionate about helping people experience the unconditional love of God and walk in his promises. He's well known for his empowering teaching on the balance between grace and faith. You can watch Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack weekdays on Miracle Channel at 7:30 a.m. Mountain Time. Let's dive into the message.
1: Today, I'm going to start teaching on what totally transformed my life, and that's what I call spirit, soul, and body. And everything I've taught up until this point is basically just to establish that the Word of God has to be authority in your life. You have to have a a Christian philosophy, perspective on things, and all of those things are foundational because everything I'll share with you came through the Word of God. So if you didn't honor the Word of God and understand that it's like a seed and how it works... Well, then the truths I share with you—they aren't based on philosophy, you know, uh, worldly philosophy. They aren't based on carnal things. It's all based on the Word of God. So, tried to get everybody into agreement on the Word of God, but now here's the meat and potatoes. Amen. This is what totally transformed my life. And real quickly, I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but I had a miraculous encounter with the Lord March the 23rd, 1968. You will have to remember that date to be able to graduate from school. <laughs> It's important. (laughs) And so it's been over 49 years ago. And I had this miraculous encounter where God showed me his love. And it instantly, instantly just transformed my whole thinking, my desires and everything. But I was struggling because I couldn't understand how God could love me. I mean, I knew he did, I had experienced it. I had a tangible love of God for four and a half months. I was caught up in the presence of God, but I couldn't understand how God could love me. And I wasn't the worst person around, but I certainly knew all of my sins and how could a holy God love me with pure love the way that he did. And man, I struggled with it. And if I hadn't gotten hold of the truths that I'm gonna be sharing with you, I'd have lost it because eventually, as you think in your heart, that's the way that you are, Proverbs 23, 7. And my thinking was all screwed up, and so I couldn't understand and fully embrace how that God could love me until the Lord showed me these things that I'm going to be sharing with you. And this just transformed my life. And everything that I teach basically comes out of this one revelation. And some of you may not understand that, but it really does. Everything revolves around who you are in Christ. There's a lot of terminology people put on this. They talk about in Christ realities, finished work, and there's a lot of other terminologies, but I call it spirit, soul, and body because when I understood that I was a three-part being, this just revolutionized my life. So let me first of all just say that, you know, it's obvious that you got a body. Everybody knows that. You can see your body, you can feel your body, things like that, but you also know that there's an inner person on the inside. Like I could come up and touch you and you could feel that and you would you would know that I've touched you, but I can talk to you. I, I You could be listening to a CD and I'm not even be there and I could touch you and either make you happy or mad or something like that. Everybody understands that there's an inner part of them that is not visible, not tangible. So everybody by just Uh, you know, living, understands that you're a two-part being, but you're actually a three-part being. And most people, even most Christians, do not have a good understanding that there is a third part of them.
0: On Corco Plus Miracle Channel streaming service, kids can watch fun shows filled with faith messages. They'll be singing, learning, and loving all the fun. Kids love it and parents need it. Go to corcoplus.com to sign up in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O-P-L-U-S.com. Corco Plus, where you and your kids can believe in what you stream.
1: We use the terms spirit and soul interchangeably often and people will think that they're the same thing and yet they aren't. And here's one of the verses. Let me turn over and start with this out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. In verse 23, there's other places that make this point, but this has it all in one verse. It says in verse 23, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, not H-O-L-Y, but W-H-O-L-L-Y, completely. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So this just makes it very clear that you have a spirit, soul, and body. Soul and spirit are not the same thing. If they were, he wouldn't have made a separation between them right here. So you have a spirit, soul, and body. And God is a spirit. John 4, 24 says, God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Your spirit is the part of you that was changed. The spirit is the new you. And let's put this together. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This isn't talking about your physical body. Your physical body is not changed. The scripture says we are waiting for the redemption of the purchased possession. Your body is purchased. Jesus died for you to have a glorified body, but you don't have that glorified body yet. You do not have the redemption of the purchased possession. Your body has been purchased, your soul has been purchased, but they aren't redeemed. The only part of you that is redeemed, that you have what Jesus died to produce is in your spirit. Your spirit is the new part of you. Your body has yet to change and your soul has yet to change. It says in 1 Corinthians, now we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, talking about our resurrected body and us being completely transformed spirit, soul, and body, then... Uh, that which is in part shall be done away with. So right now, we don't have a glorified mind. We don't have our perfect mind. In the spirit, we have the mind of Christ, but this little peanut brain up here does not know all things. And if you think it does, just wait until the test. (laughs) Amen. Not everybody makes a hundred. Your body and your soul haven't been changed yet. They've been purchased And I can exercise my faith and take advantage of that purchase and I can walk in health and stuff, but my body is not my glorified body. Hallelujah. Man, some of us can say amen. Amen. My glorified body is gonna be better than this. And my soul is in the process of being renewed, but it's not complete yet. When I see him, I will know all things, even as also I am known. And so my soul and my body aren't redeemed, but my spirit. It says right here, if any man be in Christ, the term in Christ is talking about in the spirit. It's the spirit part of us. If you are in Christ, you are a new creature. You can just tell by observation that that's not talking about your body. If you were fat before you got saved, you're still going to be fat after you get saved. Your body doesn't just instantly get not all brand new. You know what? If uh, you were a man before you got saved, you're still going to be a man. If you're a woman, you're still going to be a woman. Your body isn't changed yet. You do not have a glorified body and your soul isn't changed yet. You still have your memories. You still have your thoughts. You don't have my thoughts. You don't think perfectly. If you've had hurts and pains and fears and uh, all kinds of things happen, you still have those things. You, your mind is not changed. Now, it's subject to change. You can renew it, and to the degree that we renew our mind and get it in agreement with our spirit, we can experience victory. I'm not saying you have to just live that way and not ever change, but it's not automatic. But when you get born again, your spirit is instantly changed. Your spirit, it says, if you are in Christ, Old things have passed away. It didn't say old things are passing away. Old things are going to pass away. Old things should pass away. It says old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And the next verse says, and all things are of Christ.
0: Are you enjoying today's podcast? This podcast and all of Miracle Channel's outreaches are made possible by our donors. Every day, we receive incredible stories of lives being transformed by the truth of God's Word. And none of it would be possible without the generosity of people like you. If you'd like to partner with us, please consider making a donation today. Your support will help us share the hope of Jesus across Canada and around the world. To donate online, simply visit miraclechannel.ca slash podcast or click the link in the show notes. Thank you for your support, and together let's spread the message of hope far and wide.
1: In your spirit, you are a completely brand new person. You are completely changed. There isn't any failure, there isn't any fear. There isn't any sin. There isn't anything wrong. Your spirit right now, your born again spirit is as perfect and pure as it will ever be in eternity. One third of your salvation is over. Your spirit is perfected and complete. It's also sealed by the Holy Spirit. And when you as a Christian sin or operate in fear or bitterness or whatever, Your sin affects your body and it affects your soul, but it doesn't affect your spirit because your spirit is completely encased and sealed by the Holy Spirit. The purity and the holiness that you were created in remains there and even though a Christian sins, it does not affect your spirit. Since God is a spirit, John 4, 24, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is looking at your spirit He's not looking at your flesh. It doesn't matter to God if you're a male or female. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. He knows that and he will help you to be the best woman or the best man you can ever be, but he doesn't relate to you on the basis of whether you're male or female, on the basis of whether you're tall or short, fat or skinny, or any of these kind of things. God looks at you and relates to you based on the spirit. And the scripture says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? One of the reasons that we don't have a better relationship with the Lord is because we look on the outward appearance. We look on the outside. There are some of you so upset over the way that, you know, your body, you've tried to lose weight and you can't lose weight and you just hate yourself and hate these things. And you you think, how could God love me? I don't love myself over there. God sees you different than you see yourself. You see all of the mistakes that you've made. You see all of this stuff, God doesn't see you that way. God is a spirit, and for you to worship him, you have to worship him in spirit, which is completely brand new, and is perfect, and pure, and holy. And if you come before God saying, oh God, I'm so unworthy, and oh God, I failed you, and oh God, how could you ever love me? You aren't in the spirit, you are in the flesh. You are approaching God on the basis of your own self and performance. And I'm telling you, this is radical what I'm saying. And what changed my life was I just was looking on the outside. Again, first Samuel 16 7 says, Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. There's not a one of you that grew up thinking spiritually. You grew up thinking carnally. Carnal doesn't necessarily mean sin. All sin is carnal, but not all carnality is sin. The word carnal just means of your five senses. You are dominated by what you see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. We all grew up living in this physical realm and not really aware of the spiritual realm. Now, to some degree, some people have been exposed to it more than others, but still... Even at our very best, most people are carnal. They are dominated by what they see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. We deal with people on what they look like, how they act on all of these physical, natural things, and we just assume that God deals with us that way. But Jesus said that God is a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And when you got born again, God changed your spirit so that God now can deal with you And treat you exactly the way he treats Jesus, because in your spirit, you are identical to Jesus. And this just radically changed my life. Because again, I knew by experience that God loved me, but I couldn't understand it. And it was because I was looking on the outside. And I thought, I'm not worthy of God loving me. And on the outside, I'm not. I wasn't then, I'm not now. I don't deserve God's goodness. I don't deserve his love, but God is a spirit. And when I made Jesus my Lord, he changed me and made me a brand new creature. Old things passed away, all things became new. And in my spirit, I'm as pure and holy as Jesus is because it's Jesus that gave me his holiness. So in your book here, I've got some functional diagrams. You might look at these on the first page here, page one. I've got three circles, one inside of the other. And let me emphasize, these are functional diagrams. You are not three circles. Some of us are closer to that than others. A little bit more round than others. But you know what? This is just to illustrate a point. And this is that your body is this outer circle. And you can see that, but then inside of your body, you have a soul. And again, everybody's aware that you have a soul, that there are emotions. There are feelings and things inside that aren't outside. And so you're aware of that, but the core of you, the real you is a spirit being. And this is the reason that people that don't know the Lord, it doesn't matter how well they take care of this body. It doesn't matter if they bodybuilders, if they're beautiful people, if they educate themselves and if they do everything to deal with the soul and the body and they they develop them the most that they can. Inside, they're still gonna be miserable because prior to getting born again, your spirit was dead. In Ephesians chapter two, it says that we were by nature, talking about our spirit, children of wrath, even as others, and the God of this world occupied us. A person before they're born again Their spirit is separated from God. It's not the way that God intended it to be. It is operating independent of God and under the influence of the devil. And we are by nature, a sinner. People sin because they're sinners. Jeremiah says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, who can know it. You are at your core before you get born again, evil. And the reason you do evil is because you are evil in your heart and you need to be born again. But the good news is when you do get born again, it's not just like on a ledger in a book someplace that God wrote down that you're saved and that someday and when you get to heaven, then you're going to be changed and then you're going to experience salvation. No, in your spirit, you are already completely, completely changed. You are a brand new person.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.